everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. A healthy self-image is more important than ever. In a time of social media facades, it can be difficult to cope with the tendency to feel inadequate or unattractive in general. Aaron and Elizabeth Folk are boudoir photographers in the Minneapolis area who have taken it upon themselves to help everybody feel comfortable with who they are, no matter what that looks like. Their motivation comes from their five children, their four girls in particular. So much so that they've named their business Four Girls Glamour. The Vokes have something to fight for. No, it's better than that. They have someone to fight for and someone to fight with. We're going to talk about boudoir photography today because that's what you guys do. Yes. Yep. Let's start with this. Tell me all about yourselves, who you are, where you're from, where you're, where you live now, but I want to know where you're from because I think that's a big part of your story mm-hmm. and you gave me a piece of that earlier. Um, and what, and what life is like for you guys right now. And then we'll go from there. Ooh, Elizabeth, you go first. You're younger. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so I'm Elizabeth and I am the other half of four girls glamour. We shoot, um, 100% boudoir. Um, what else? One hundred Is it 100%? Yeah, pretty much. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you it, are? It wasn't. A hundred percent, but it, the last eighteen months has grown into that. Uh, I'm, my name is Aaron. Uh, been with Elizabeth here for almost twenty-three years. Yep. We have five children, four of which are girls, and that's how we got the name Four Girls Glamour. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of us grew up on a tiny Iron Range town in northern Minnesota. So mm-hmm. if you look geographically from Minneapolis, it's about two hundred miles north, closer to Canada than pretty much in Canada. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty much uh, Canada. So the Boundary Waters Canoe Area is really close to mm-hmm. us. Lake Superior is about 60 miles away from where we grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liz grew up in a town of 800. I grew up in a town of about 2,200. And we met when we were 15 and 16 years old at a ski resort. Yeah, we're high school sweethearts. So, What do you there. attribute... Okay, this because this is more and more of an anomaly these days. What do you attribute the success of your relationship to? Um, fighting. And when I say fighting, not like us fighting, but fighting for each other with each other. Wow. And That's a, I've never heard that answer. Um, it's, it's not easy, but when you care for someone and love someone, you just don't give up and you continue the fight. What does it look like? What does fighting look like? Um, well for us, we're both Christians, so mm-hmm. it can be a spiritual fight. Mm-hmm. It can be, um, just like sweetheart, you need a hug right now. You're going through a rough time. And so will you, it could be praying for each other. It can be just hugging each other. It can be when she doesn't want to get out of bed because things are getting stressful and family yeah. and work. Um, that you're just like, hey, you're getting out of bed. You turn the shower on and, and you throw her in the bed in the shower and say, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. How does, what does fighting for him look like? Um, I think trying to just keep him calm 
and <laughs> um yeah just trying to keep him calm yeah yeah you get excited you get fired up i get yeah, fired he up because you up. both seem pretty chill yeah and we're really good at being chill mm-hmm. when we need to be chill mm-hmm. but when you're in your home in your own environment and you can let loose mm-hmm. and you need to um you do like sometimes you just need to go in your bedroom and scream at the top of your lungs mm-hmm. and Sometimes you just need to sit in your chair next to the fire and have one of your daughters call on your lap and give you a hug. It's just, it's what you need. So you're living in the big city now. We, yeah, we live in Minneapolis. Right. Huge. Right. Well, well it's, it's much bigger than much where bigger you're than from. We grew up. And we thought it was huge, um, but now it's not as big 12 years later as right. it was when we first moved there. But right. It does get smaller yeah. over time. That's, that's in my experience as well. Why boudoir? Why only? boudoir um that's just where our path has led us like the doors have been opened that way and other doors have been shut to other things so um but basically it's mostly because of our daughters like we just really want to um support women in positive body image Mm -hmm. and um we wanted to show our girls that that is the one of the most important things. What what does it look like on a daily basis for you? Okay, so boot let's let's really get into some basics of boudoir photography because I'm not very familiar with boudoir photography in general. How is it different than running a studio that primarily shoots seniors or children and families? Like what are what are the different things that you do in your business? Um it's a very vulnerable and intimate thing. And so I don't know. It's on our end. It's probably not much different, but at the client end, it's, it's going to be hugely different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're bearing it all. Like they're coming in and you're not just seeing them in their underwear or sometimes nothing. You are becoming emotionally attached to your client and yeah, um, you're building a relationship. So for boudoir, I think you build a front end relationship more, in that genre of how photography. Do you, how, do you, how do you do that? How do you nurture or even create a relationship with somebody? I mean, cause you're going from like zero to 60 with somebody, right? You don't we, know them, they come in, this is what they want. How do you get to the point where they can trust you? So it's kind of like dating. Like you're gonna go on a first date and you're not gonna go on the first date and say, all right, let's take our clothes off and take your photos. Right. So we right. have small steps. Um, it starts with our website, of course. Um, we Phone use consultation. Um, we use sticky email on our website. Uh, people are able to put in their email mm-hmm. and kind of like make the initial contact with us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. in return, they're going to get um, some tips mm-hmm. about what goes on. And in that, we invite them to join our private group on Facebook. Okay, so you have is, a private group. We have a private group. That on, helps. On Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. And it's for women only. So, so they're not they only, they're not only, yeah, they're not only doing, doing that or they're not joining that group to be, to get to know you guys. They're getting to knowing this whole, getting to know this yeah. whole community that has gone through the process. Yep. Correct. And that has to help them with their yeah. anxieties maybe, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. they're able to, in that group, we have them ask questions of mm-hmm. What to wear? What should we do? I'm this size. What have you done? Mm-hmm. And and then we're able to give examples. And the great thing is, a lot of the women that have come to us, they just will post an image for them and be like, "Hey, this is what I did." 
and Liz and Aaron made me feel beautiful. Right. They made me feel comfortable. It was an amazing experience. So we're able to open up the door that way uh, for them. You didn't go into this, though. You didn't go into photography thinking we're going to do boudoir. No. So you used to shoot more than just boudoir, and then it narrowed down to this? Yeah, so we did, you know, everything. Families, babies, weddings, seniors. And then it just slowly started to scale back. Like, okay, we're not going to shoot families anymore. Yeah. Um, You know, we're not going to photograph kids anymore. So just everything kind of dropped off one at a time. We were just booking so many boudoir shoots that the calendar was just filling up and you just didn't have time. Do yeah. you both shoot? Yes. Yes. Always at the same time, always together? How does that How we're, does that work? We're always together, but we don't shoot at the same time. That would be kind Too of difficult confusing. for the for the. So clients. you're always together. One of you is shooting. Mm-hmm. Correct. How is that determined? Um, Elizabeth's a camera hog. I am. Um, <laughs> A lot of times, as we get to know the client, we're going to know what style. Yeah. And Liz and I both shoot mm-hmm. completely different. Um, so we'll know what style they want. Luckily, Elizabeth does all the editing, so we can keep all of our website and Instagram and everything looking the same. But it'll just depend on if they want a moodier man's point of view. Because you can tell uh, from the Instagram pictures or the Pinterest or whatever they bring in. Um, whose point of view they're really being shot in because men and women do shoot a little bit different. Talk about that a little bit more. I'd like to know more about that. So you can, you're saying you can look at an image typically and know if that's coming from a man's point of view or a woman's point of view? Yeah, for the most part. When I'm looking um, at the photographers we follow on Instagram and I'm looking and I'm going, okay, that one's a little bit more intimate. It was probably shot by a man as is the sensuality comes out a little more mm-hmm. and Elizabeth's style is way softer. It's bright and airy and it's a lot more feminine posed mm-hmm. images. So um, Liz can do the central poses and she does like there's points where, where we just can't both be there. And so she takes over and, and can make that happen, but it's just not her natural style. Does it ever get awkward? No. Awkward's not part of it. No, not at all. I think sometimes clients may feel like it's going to be awkward, but by the time we go through all the steps, they're comfortable and ready to go. They may be nervous, but not awkward. Which sounds key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they have to be comfortable and feel safe. Yep. Then what's a sales session like? How does that, how does that work with you guys? We do all-in-person sales mm-hmm. at the studio. And do you do? Aaron does 90% of them. You do most of the sales. I do, yeah. yeah. What sort of techniques do you employ uh, we let our photography speak for itself. Right. Like, so nobody's, nobody comes to our studio forced to buy anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set up a session fee just to cover our time right. and, and that, and then everything is a la carte after. So we show them the 50 to 65 images, whatever, end up being our top choices. Yeah. And then we let them narrow it down from there. So um, we use Fundy to make it super easy for us because our number one sales are albums. You're trying to sell albums. And so yes. right. we use Fundy software to call through the images with the client, and then we can just create an album using that super easy. How often do people buy a wall portrait? Um, it's increasing only because Elizabeth and I have uh, started pushing it more right. and offering if you buy a, one of our luxury albums, we're going to uh-huh. give you 20% off a piece of wall art. And typically, where is that hung? Like in the bedroom? Yes. That's where it goes. Yep. 
bedroom or walk-in closet. Walk-in oh, closet. Walk-in closet. <clears throat> and we've also suggested if they have a private master bath. Right. Yeah. Right. Interesting. How I, I would I'd like to talk a little bit more about what you mentioned at the beginning. You have four girls. Yes. What, what are their ages? You want me to go? Okay, I'll do it. 15, <laughs> 11, 9, and going to be 8 super soon. Right. So. And you said that you're inspired to, I'm going to try to tell you what I heard you say, is that you're inspired really to do boudoir photography in part for their benefit. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit more? So... Our goal in life is to make everybody feel comfortable with who they are and where they are in their walk with life. And that's really, really hard with society. Like we're getting pounded with ads and commercials Mm -hmm. of what we should look like or Mm -hmm. what we should be like. And really there's no one in this world that should be like anybody else. We're all created individually. Mm -hmm. We're all, we're all, we're all our own persons. Mm -hmm. So we want our daughters to know and and grow up to love themselves and love what they do for whatever reason it is they do it. And that's the whole reason we do what we do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So. What does mom say about that? Yes. From your, from your standpoint, from my, <laughs> ditto. Um, yeah. I, yeah, because society is just pounding on them such negative negativity that right. um, we just want to show them more positively so how do you see it affecting them like in what ways does it yeah as our daughter's getting older I'm really seeing her positive attitude towards her friends and Mm -hmm. um her friends that have been struggling lately Mm -hmm. um some with depression and I know some um heading towards Mm self-hatred and her text messages that she's been sending them um, just being so supportive and saying, love yourself. Um, she also is an artist. She's huge into manga. And uh, she's using that to show other girls um, that they should love themselves the way they are. Now, on the flip side, what sort of stigmas have you dealt with, <laughs> with boudoir photography in particular? Um, well, we come from a very conservative families and um we do go to church so we've definitely had some hurdles to get over um people just don't understand why right we do what we do and um if you don't know us they just don't understand it's amazing when people take the time to sit down and have a cup Mm -hmm. of coffee with us and find Mm -hmm. out the reason behind why we do what we do Mm -hmm. they completely change their attitude towards everything changes yeah, yeah it's not like we're not doing this for any sexual gain or anything right. weird or anything it's it's for the client and for their private individual use so for us to be like pinpointed as like oh those are the people doing pornography and we've, right. been, we've been called it all and right mm-hmm. we're like no that's not not what we do and if you want to take five minutes and sit down with me Mm-hmm. And we talk about what we do, that would be great, but please try not to judge. So keeping that in mind, because um, I, I think, I mean, what you're saying resonates with me, given my upbringing and where I come from. How do you um, discern what is appropriate or what isn't appropriate? 
so for us, um, I mean, we have lines that we draw for personal, Mm -hmm. but you as a client are going to have your own lines and we're not going to judge you for stuff that you want. Right. So if, if your boundaries don't cross ours, then we're cool with it. But we do have set standards that we set up and they all know that in advance. So, so how do you, how do you convey that to somebody? A lot of it is just through our Facebook group with lives. Right. Um, I think you can see it in all of our work. Right. So if you went and looked at our Instagram and then you came to us and wanted something completely different than right. what we right. do, we're just be like, I'm sorry. That's, that's not us. That's not us. I'm like, right. we can continue with the session that we do and that'd be great. And you're going to love what we do or we can just call it a day. So, so when you're here at a, we're at, um, PPI, professional photographers of Iowa state convention, and you guys did a little mentoring session. Yeah. Yeah. What sort of questions are you fielding from people regarding boudoir photography in particular? How to get started. Yeah. How to get started is always the number one. Like, Yeah. yeah, it's, it is probably the hardest genre just to jump into um, because you have to find, you got to build a portfolio. You got to prove that you can do it and you got to make sure that people know that you're comfortable. Um, are you soliciting people when you're getting started or are you, are you, we did, mm-hmm. we, we called upon our friends. Like, we're like, Hey, we want to try this. Are you willing to come to the studio? And did you get yeses and nos? We got more Mors? yeses than we even could have imagined like yeah. we had six girls immediately like really yeah, let's do it really mm-hmm. and then our and these are people that you knew yeah yes. anybody that you totally did not expect to say yes say yes i don't think so Mm-mm. so you weren't like you asked people that you expected to say yes yeah which you would probably advise other people to do yeah. anyway yeah like yeah they were they were good friends like yeah and they trusted us at our coworkers our coworkers. Yeah. Cause we both had jobs at the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And then Liz just asked, like, we didn't really know anybody in the cities at that time. So right. we were like super new right. to the area, but we right. had a camera and we loved taking pictures. Right. And we'd watched creative live and we're like, boudoir photography. Right. We got to try this. It, yeah. It like, it feels right. Yeah. So Liz was having her hair done and she asked the, her hairdresser, she would come and do the hair and makeup for it. So we did her shoot Mm -hmm. and traded her, her shoot and Mm -hmm. some images for her to do hair and makeup. I like the trade idea too. Yeah. Right. I mean, we can, we couldn't have gotten into it without having some sort of trade set up at the beginning. So we could start creating an Instagram and creating a website and having content for that. Because a photographer, you can't use other people's images. Like, I'm going to take boudoir photos right. and go to Google and take images <laughs> right. off of Google. Like, that doesn't right. make any sense. So Yeah. Well, it's not a good idea. I not mean, a good idea. Whether you can or can't do it, it don't do it. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> what kind of unique challenges have you guys faced? Um, other than the, the stuff surrounding the stigma, right, and the various maybe uh, judgments that you've received from people. But what other challenges have come up? Um, because what you focus on is boudoir. Um, Thanks for putting us on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about. I think in Minneapolis is super saturated photography market, probably much like other metro areas. Right, and there is a lot of people that claim to be boudoir photographers um, out there, and so when you Google boudoir photography in Minneapolis, you get pages and pages is that right and i will scroll through them and i'll be like Mm-mm. so i 
you just got to make sure you're... Do you deal with getting lumped into maybe people that don't have a style that is, let's say, as sophisticated as yours? So like you feel like boudoir photography can get a bad rap because so many people do it and they don't do it in a way that's... um, Maybe they do it in a way that's less classy mm-hmm. than what, or sensitive than mm-hmm. what than what you guys. I feel like the feedback we get from the women that do find us is, you know, they've looked at the other ones and they're like, yeah. "Wow, you guys, your work stands out." Yeah, and they can tell that the reason we do things are the way we do it is not for any other reason other than to uplift women. So I think that that speaks for itself right there. Yeah, they always say. Oh, it's so tastefully done. Tastefully done, right. Tastefully Mm -hmm. done. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. What's next? What's the next year or two look like for you guys? Aaron would like to get more into speaking and teaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Grow grow our mentor end of it. um, Be able to share what we know, what we've learned, Mm -hmm. and uh, help others. It's just uh, teaching has been a passion of mine since I was 16 years old. I was started snowboarding at eight and started teaching people how to snowboard as a professional really? snowboarder at, at 16. Oh. Yes. Uh, we homeschool our kids. Like we love teaching. So being able to sit down with people and share information and help them grow their business is amazing. How do you manage running your own business and homeschooling all of your children? We have a very scheduled life. <laughs> very. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, rigid very rigid (laughs) so we have school in the morning monday through friday Mm -hmm. um and my mother does live with us she does help okay um and then tuesday evenings i'm in the studio and thursdays all day Mm -hmm. monday wednesday friday i edit from home (laughs) so it's pretty rigid Mm -hmm. so school's usually done by one two o'clock and then I either am down working or, or off to the studio. Mm-hmm. So that's for me. And you got you got to stick to a schedule. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and if if something happens, it can it can get pretty rough. Like yeah, it gets hairy. This right. cold weather this last week with vehicles not starting mm-hmm. and and uh, our son having issues with his car and us having to stop everything to go help with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like okay. What can we afford to put off and well, who needs to stay home and what needs to get done? So uh, my end of the business with books and marketing and mm. Facebooking and Instagramming and all that kind of got put on a little more hold because you can't like Valentine's Day is coming up. This is this is make it or break it month for us. So mm. it's like our Black Friday, right? Oh, this is it. This yeah. is it. This so is it. Liz is at home editing sessions galore and I'm running around in 30 below weather trying to buy a new battery and get my son's car started <laughs> yeah. and get the girls where they need to go. Um, I mean, there's always going to be something that I've wrenched thrown in and you're going to have to roll with it. But as long as we can stick to our schedule for our clients and make sure we're meeting their needs, then we're doing, we're doing right. So that's all that matters at the end. And we're pretty good at rolling with the punches. Mm-hmm. So we just, I feel like you have to be too. Yeah. I think the more kids we had, <laughs> <laughs> easier going we got yeah so right yeah what's the best part about working with your husband Liz um we spent so many years working op- opposites when the kids were little um he worked days and I worked afternoons 
to get our business started that I think just being able to be with him more now or all the time has just been great for our relationship. Mm-hmm. We just make sure we spend some time away from each other too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She'll be in the office like when we're doing work and I'll sit on the couch with the kids mm-hmm. and use the laptop to get our away time or uh, like right now we love biking. So in the winter she'll go in the bedroom and jump on her bike and close the door mm-hmm. and I'll hang out with the girls mm-hmm. and then she'll be like done. And then it's my turn. So, <laughs> and then you guys swap. Yeah. Yep. And uh, just jump on the bike and pedal for an hour and forget about life. And what's your favorite part about working with her? Watching her. She's, she's amazing to watch like mm. her workflow when working with clients to get through a session is amazing. It's just, and I can read her mind. Like if she's goes, all right, we're moving to the bed now. I'm like, I know where I got to put the lights, where I got to put reflectors, what mm-hmm. I got to do if the sun's where the sun's at in the sky at that time mm-hmm. of day, what I need to do to make her life easier. And all she has to worry about is the client at that time. So it's, it's just been fun to grow into each other and symbiotic kinda, relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Work twice even. I mean, we have our off days. What does that look like? Um, <laughs> I think we're getting better I about more off days than her. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting better about vocalizing that and just saying, Hey, we're not in sync today. Mm. Um, it's nobody's fault. Right. We're just not jiving today. So maybe you should just go in your sales session and I should just be the photographer today. So we're just going to separate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or I'll jump on and be like, you know what? I need to get caught up on. I might have something on my mind. Like I didn't update the website. Right. I didn't update this. Right. I haven't ran. I didn't invoice these people. Like, mm-hmm. so my mind's going like a million miles an hour. Cause I have both the creative and the, you know, business end mm-hmm. going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be like, you know, that's a good idea. And I'll just walk away and I'll just go clean up everything that's in my mind that needs to get taken care of. I think having the understanding that it's not somebody else's fault. Or I'm just having an off day. You don't play the blame game. Yeah. Or I'm really stressed today. Like my list of girls that I need to edit is off the charts, you know, or I feel that way. So as time goes by, have you found that it's gotten easier to work together or more difficult? I think easier. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're getting stuff I, figured out. I love mm-hmm. when, when a client comes in and goes, I could never work with my husband. Right. And you guys seem <laughs> right. to be doing such a great job. Right. Like it's, well, like anything else in life, you have to want it. If you don't want it, it's not going to happen. Right. If you don't care for each other and respect each other, then of course it's just going to fall apart. But when you really care about what you do and you care for each other, you're going to mm-hmm. make it work. I really like that word respect because I think that, that's the key word mm. to our relationship. There's a mutual respect for each other. I respect that he's my husband and that he knows that he's running a business for women, you know, that's about a, women. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Especially these days. Yeah. I love what you, what you said at the beginning um, regarding fighting for each other. I think that was very profound. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it says a lot about who you guys are right off the bat. Where can people find you guys? What are your instas in your like in, in Minneapolis? Website? Come visit us. <laughs> oh, no, on, on the, on the uh, virtual stage for girls, com. It's the number four mm-hmm. girls, And then we're Instagram is the same thing for girls, glamour. 
and Facebook, same thing. Four Girls Glamour. We make it real easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We also have our own personal ones too. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine is Elizabeth Marie on Instagram. But, but the Z's a five. But the Z's a five. Oh my goodness. Because somebody already had Elizabeth Marie. Oh, of course. And she has five kids. So but why not just change that Z to a five? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. And then I'm just Aaron Volk Photog. Mm-hmm. So, and that kind of runs our. So we do boudoir as a business, but we have personal interests in photography other than boudoir. Mm-hmm. Um, I love small businesses and I love the concept of blood, sweat, and tears. So mm-hmm. I like to go and photograph people working in their different jobs. Um, and I like to dress our daughters up as Vikings and <laughs> create stuff like yeah. that. So that's on those are on your personal. Those accounts. are on our personal yeah. ones. Yeah, sure. Liz Liz likes fashion and she likes to dress up and our hair and makeup artists. So they will get together and come up with a cool fashion concept that, you know, we're not going to make any money, but we're getting our artistic outlets out. So they will make something fun up and that kind of stuff goes on our personal Instagrams. And I think we get a lot more um, questions on that, on those two ones, like DM. So if you want to send us a a question or anything, any of those will work. We'll answer back for anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks again, you guys. Um, I really appreciate your time and I, and I really like what you're doing and why the, the motive is solid. So keep it up. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks.